0: Podcasting to millions from Webmaster WebmasterRadio.fm's world headquarters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Welcome, Welcome to Rainmaker. Rainmaker. Hosted by the founders of Webmaster Radio, Darren Babin, also known as Essie Guru, and his beautiful co-host, Brandy Shapiro Babin. Brandy. From their persistent work ethic to their personal accomplishments, Darren and Brandy bring you candid, no holes barred interviews and commentary with guests that exhibit inspiration, dedication to their craft, and leave an indelible mark on their path to success. And now, Webmaster Radio presents a program that is truly the destination for education and entertainment.
1: This is Rainmaker. Well, that's right, everybody. It is... Thursday, June the nineteenth, two thousand and eight, and I would like to welcome all of you from all over the world who are devout listeners of Rainmaker. Uh, you know, as always, I, I'm I'm very very honored. Um, you know, uh, you know, without further ado, of course, the beautiful Brandy, my my wonderful partner.
2: Yay! Hey, you.
1: I, I mean, I gotta say, you know, w- w- without when, when you came back, the numbers went, you know, they went right back up. Oh, you know.
2: whatever! They you really can, can handle it all on your own um, with that charming voice. I sound like a munchkin. I know.
1: No, no, it's 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 all it's all true. It, truly, it's all you. Uh, but but I'll but, take that. <laughs> I, I I I'll say it. It feels good we're back. It's it's uh it's a, it's another Thursday. We are um you know we're going to dive in deep today with with a great guest but before we do, you know we always have some cool little stuff that that you know uh, you know Brandy and I uh we, we always do crazy stuff. We you know you just can't get around it, right?
2: Got to live life. You got to work hard, play hard, sleep when you're dead.
1: Okay. So we go running out of the studio last night uh about what 5 5:30, you know. Oh my
2: god, half a day.
1: Sprinting up the freeway up up I-95 uh to get to uh to Meisner Park in Boca Raton back right town. Yeah, Jesus Christ.
2: Mouth of the rat.
1: Your mouth of the rat and uh found ourselves at the Melissa Etheridge concert and uh, in, <laughs> instead of in our seats where we 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 should have been
2: we were like we were leaning up against the stage.
1: Like like my 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 my, my I just, my, I rested on the stage the entire time. I just leaned on it because uh, it, 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 we stood there for three hours. It, it was unbelievable.
2: <laughs> she was sick. She went on. She played nonstop, and. Because I've, you know, if I want to do something funky with an artist, I usually prearrange it. But we've been so crazy, I didn't prearrange it. And it's this long story, but my, when my dad passed away, one of her songs just really sort of resonated strong with me. And all of these people had these signs they were holding up. So I had a receipt from a car rental when we were in Houston. And I wrote, remember, in, in black, just regular ink, right. you know, please play, come to my window, <laughs> and do, you know, my dad or whatever. She stopped. The concert. Oh, yeah. To read. Yep. To read. Now, I wanted to say something in contrast, because I am not a basher. I think most people will find that if I don't have anything nice to say at all... That's right. I'll kick your teeth down your throat. No, I'm kidding. No, (laughs) no, no. no. If I have nothing nice to say at all, I I, I usually won't say anything. Um, But... This is on a positive note. You know, we're going to be holding search and affiliate bash at um, Ad Tech in Chicago. Absolutely. Affiliate Summit in Boston, all in August. Excited. And Search Engine Strategies in San Jose. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to say who. We secured some off oh, the oh hook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Out, like, off oh, the yeah. hook. Oh, Like, yeah. I'm dancing in my seat right now. Oh, yeah. Anyway. So... But I also thought what would be interesting was to include Second City. So I called the president of Second City and I said, "Hi, this is Brandy Shapiro papman And he goes, "I'm not interested." And hung up on me. So, <laughs> I called back. I'm like, "How do of you know, of How course. do you know you're not interested?" Wow. What a horrible Hideous thing! N- Did he?
1: Did he hang up on you twice?
2: He hung up on me twice. I like, call oh, back again. <laughs> I've never had anyone. I've had one other person hang up on me, and that person and I actually turned out to be great friends and made well, a lot of money together. Well, can
1: I tell you if we don't if we don't move along, you're going to have another one hang up on I you. I know. I
2: know. And this is like my ten o'clock really? at night date.
1: Hey, let me tell you. All right, t- 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 tonight, ladies and gentlemen, joining us is Terry Pittman, the executive director voice of the consumer group for aol and terry's responsible for tools and insights that connects aol's global network of products and sites with the voices of consumers and can i tell you if there's anybody that uh you would ever want to voice (laughs) your issues to it would probably be terry am i right Happy to be here. What a lead in.
3: (laughs) How are you, Terry? I'm doing great. I'm really delighted to be here. Enjoyed the entertaining. uh, preamble there.
1: Yeah, you know, what can I say? You know, my 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 partner here on the air happens to also be my lovely bride. So, it makes for an interesting show, needless to say, uh, because it all kind of spills over, but we we, we we have great fun and, and and that's what it's all about. But Terry you've got uh you've got you've you've got quite a history here and um i mean first and foremost you know let, let, let's take about let's take a step back a little bit let's you know let's let's find out a little bit about terry Petman.
2: yeah like what did you yeah. want to be when you grew up like when you were a little kid you're five or six years old what did you aspire to be
3: Oh, you know I I think um I went through phases. I I probably before anything else I wanted to be a pilot. I wanted to fly airplanes.
1: Cool. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. And then I uh, I think I wanted to be a scientist. I had a chemistry set. I used to make I used to make bombs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And those okay. bombs, those bombs, what did you use those bombs? <laughs> well, actually,
3: you know, that, that's a little bit risky thing to say. I um, I learned how to make gunpowder when I was about 9 or 10, and uh, I could never get it to explode. It just sizzled and it made a lot of smoke. So, um, you know, I would make my own fireworks, but they were mostly just smoke bombs. <laughs> but, you know... I'm uh, yeah, I would light them in the street at night and oh, you know, wow. amuse the neighbors and attract the police <laughs> and I would hide. And...
2: All right. So, you know what? I guess that's sort of like, you there know, you I don't want to rush into it, but like word of mouth marketing, <laughs> boy, you know, you knew how to make make a make a bang wherever you went.
3: <laughs> oh, you know, and it's so funny because, you know, my parents weren't checked out. They were, they were pretty active parents, but my mom would stop by and go like, what are you doing? I'm making gunpowder. Oh. that's
2: nice. Oh, that's lovely, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like a chocolate chip cookie? (laughs) Yeah.
3: yeah. That's
2: so crazy. So, okay. So you went through like this crazy side, like, all right, did you ever get caught? Like, like the, yeah,
3: well, I actually, the, the, uh, probably toward the end of my, um, Attempts to build like a, a you know turn the fireworks into a rocket engine which <laughs> never got on the launch pad. I no, I was with some buddies one night. I think I was in fourth grade and and I had made a bunch of these like flares basically since I couldn't get things to you know make noise. I just made bright lights, and we lit <laughs> them in the road, and then we saw the police cars coming and we oh, were no. running through the neighborhood. Oh and I, no. I had learned from watching, uh, you know, spy shows on TV that you should find a doorway and press yourself up against the wall, and I I just flattened myself up against the wall as the searchlight went by and uh, didn't get caught, and that was the end of my career as a mad scientist
2: you know what? at least you were smart wow. enough to go you know what? i didn't get caught so wow. <laughs> that's what, we're, what we're, 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 we're trying to you know teach some of our teens the same thing please be good but if you can't be good don't get caught
3: <laughs> yeah yeah that's 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 good advice <laughs> i think after that actually i just mostly spent the rest of my childhood and, and youth and still to this day taking things apart and trying to put them back together so you know i guess that's sort of a metaphor for um what I've done in business all along is, you know, I like to figure out what makes things work, how they work, what, you know, get to the heart of the problem and fix it.
1: And, and, and the journalism.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, the, the journalism thing is, um, w- was really accidental. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was a photographer and, uh, you know, had a dark room and was doing, you know, a lot of work, um, trying to make money during college. And, uh, and was studying philosophy in school, which is not exactly a fast track to making money after school, I learned. And uh, one of my professors advised me that I should study something practical uh, so I could, you know, pay the bills. So the, um, the journalism thing really came out of like a media program at uh, Carolina, um and uh, so I've never really been a hardcore journalist. I, I produced news in L.A. during the writers' strike for six weeks.
1: But oh wow! Really?
2: Yeah. Now, oh, okay. Yeah. Do tell that now. What do you mean? Because actually, we had. Um, oh my goodness, I'm so horrible with names. I just had on the air. Um, oh goodness, I can't. I can't think of her name. But she. She uh, was a. No, no, yeah, you don't know what I'm uh, talking about,
1: okay, you just but go right
2: ahead but she <laughs> George knows but uh, George, who is it, who is it that was responsible um she she was a head publicist for the writer' strike, so the poor kid was dealing like two o'clock in the morning, you know, exhausted oh, trying right. to say the right things, oh uh, yeah, okay, so when you say you were you were creating news for that, what does that mean well, so um.
3: During, uh, I lived in L.A. for uh, three years um, in the '80s, and the um, you know the writers went on strike. I guess they they have you know their contracts were all coming up at the same time—the the the electronic workers' guild or whatever it is, and and the writers and the directors' guild, and so. anyone who wasn't in uh, you know a union, a union. was mm-hmm. trained yeah so at night you know after work we would all come back and uh, usually someone would bring a case of beer but we would order pizza and then we yeah. would you know like they'd give us the the uh, trucks you know the, the news gathering trucks and they'd give us gear we go into the studios we go into the control room and and basically we learned how to uh you know operate the equipment and go out and gather news and so forth so my role since i was such a crappy uh, director when I was in college, I I couldn't get a program on the air live, so I I have a huge respect for you guys doing this on... On a daily basis, but I um, I uh, during the writers' strike, I I actually um, you know I'd work with reporters and go into the editing room, and we would edit down you know a show you know a, a, a piece, and they'd put it on the air. They were the ratings went up during the strike.
2: I would think so. You were scab, but I would think so. Rock on, yeah.
3: it was the funniest television LA has ever seen.
2: Hey, so. Okay, good for you. So this is where you started to really immerse your fingers into, like, what resonates with people, what people respond to.
3: Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That okay. that was that was the beginning of that. And uh, so Which at the same really time, cool. so I was doing the TV, you know, really TV research, audience research stuff. I was also always um, involved with. Uh, what i guess you'd call new media which was teletext and then called video text and then it was called interactive tv which you know most people will remember
4: mm. which
3: almost happened and then uh and then of course the web happened and <gasps> oh swept my. all that stuff away
1: and when we come back we are going to jump right smack in into the middle of new media and where Terry was in all of it. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this quick break. Sit tight and don't move. Rainmaker will be back after this short break.
4: Welcome back to our coverage of the 17th Annual Golf Invitational, brought to you by SureHits.com. When looking for the right ad network, there seem to be unlimited choices. Go with the only network that targets the insurance industry, SureHits.com. Let's head down to the fairway. Here we are at the 18th hole. Odd choice for Ken Mitchum to not go with SureHits.com here. I mean, they are the only ad network that targets the insurance industry. Definitely a strange choice to not pick the best option for publishers in the finest category, but, oh, here's a swing. Oh, look out, folks. Terrible slice into the woods. Jeff Burns now stepping up to the fairway. And it looks like he's already chosen SureHits.com. Clearly the best choice since they pay more for quality traffic. And the swing. Oh, my. He crushes it. When getting ready to make your drive, go with the Sure thing. SureHits.com. For insurance, it's Sure Hits. Um, Hello. Uh, Welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. InfoSearch Media. Get content that really clicks.
5: Susan, you're still responsible for digital marketing programs, right? Right. So your team is responsible for email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign optimization, and scheduling? Uh, Your point? Why are you so relaxed? My team deals with five different solutions, tech support teams, and just as many invoices. And it's making us mental. What is it? Aromatherapy? Acupuncture? Why are you so relaxed? You just have to simplify your tool set and unify your team. Lyris provides totally integrated email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign management, and calendaring functionality. It's all in one spot that provides a holistic view of all your team's efforts. And you get all of this functionality for $299 a month. So with Lyris, one company can do it all. Oh, I feel like I can cancel that acupuncture appointment already.
4: To see how Lyris can simplify your life. Visit Lyrus.com or call 1-888-GO-Lyrus. Simplify, unify, and increase ROI with Lyrus today. Flashback, November 16th, 2004. The beginning of webmasterradio.fm and its immediate impact on the internet business world. Today, webmasterradio.fm has become one of the fastest-growing internet media outlets on the planet. Our trade show coverage is second to none. We have brought you speeches and interviews from the most influential names in search, affiliate marketing, and public relations. Eric Schmery, Dillon. Andrew Hank, John Battelle, Keith Ferrat, Jim Lanz, Jason Calacanis, and that's just the beginning. Trade show coverage on demand now at webmasterradio.fm.
0: Radio's virtual autobahn.
4: WebmasterRadio.fm,
0: moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Two reasons for Workaholics Anonymous. You're listening to Rainmaker, only on (laughs) WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: And I want to welcome everybody back to this, this June the 19th edition of Rainmaker. How you doing over there, honey?
2: You know, I guess if the booms move, they're real.
1: Uh, What can I say, you know? (laughs) Sometimes she has a tendency to forget that there's a live webcam in the studio, and sometimes... She kind of gets caught, you know, being goofy and silly. What can I say?
2: It, Terry brings it out of me. I, I'm just uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, we'll blame it on Terry. <laughs>
1: you know, uh, joining joining us again uh, tonight, Terry Terry Pittman, uh, who who is the executive director, voice of the consumer group for AOL, and uh, prior to that, Terry, you were saying that you were you were jumping into this thing called new media. Yeah. The hell is new media. Well, you
3: know, I'm happy to say that, that I don't hear the term very often anymore, so it it must have become a part of our lives. Isn't that great? Yeah.
1: I love it. I
3: think um yeah, well, you know, so it it was um it was a long time coming. There are a few people who uh I, I know from days when we, you know, we thought that something was going to happen, and we kept thinking it was going to happen, and it just wasn't happening, With uh, as I was talking about a minute ago, teletext and text and interactive TV. But, um, you know, uh, the, the web is such a pervasive part of our lives now, we hardly even think about it. It really has become sort of like electricity, um, as people said it would sure. in the early days of the web
1: sure sure now let me let me ask you this since yeah. you since you asked this you you, you, you are you hearing uh, about the proposition of uh where google would like to use the excessive bandwidth that is already existing in in the the power lines out there and in our homes already
3: you know um i'm not sure if i've heard about that specifically but I, I know that uh you know you can carry the um you know you can carry a a, a signal over power lines uh I, I worked on a project um you know in the i guess in the mid 90s yeah um along those lines before you know when we were trying to get the signal over cable sure and it was, uh, you know, there was sort of a little competition there between the, the power mm-hmm. companies and the cable companies.
2: Mm-hmm. But we, right. We all know who yeah. won. Thank God. I'm not even yeah. happy with them, but still. We're in Florida, right? So. Right. <laughs> Believe so, me.
1: So how, how, how did Terry evolve in in new media?
3: Um, well, the, uh, the broadcasting experience of, you know, being uh, responsible for the uh, audience research uh, so that the stations I was working for knew what, you know, the audience was interested in and tried to tune the programming to to be, you know, to, to attract audiences. Mm-hmm. That led to going to work for a company called Claritas, which was mm-hmm. a, called a target marketing company. And and it, there I worked with broadcasting companies, networks, you know, uh, Newspapers, even, and uh, helped them understand, you know, what their audience, what their customers, what their listeners were trying to do, and um, you know, I just have always been really totally focused on like, don't do what you want to do. Figure out what people are trying to do, what they're interested in, and then do that, and uh, and you might have a chance to get an audience. Okay, um, okay so
2: let me stop you there yeah. for a second. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is almost oxymoronic. Because if you if you if you do what you love and you're passionate, right? You hear the credo mm-hmm. of your pa- You know, passion um, breeds passion. So hopefully, you'll attract yep. people based on that. How you know? How does one, you know, uh, delve down? You know, peel back the layers to see what someone truly, you know, what a group wants, how to tweak that product so that it matches the correct audience. And then obviously, e- you know, the user best...
1: User intent by group?
2: By group. And then obviously, of course, you know, massive, you know, market penetration and then domination. That's what we want to know, Terry.
1: World domination, <laughs> damn it. World domination. Uh, you're on your way. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: you yeah. know, I, mean, I, I think I have that... A
3: I think that, I, I'm not saying don't, you know, follow your passion, because I, I believe that, personally, that's, you know, pretty critical to being happy and to, to doing great work. But I think that um, there are lots of folks who have passions that they haven't connected with an audience. And so, you know, it's just really critical to, to you know, try to match your passion up with the right people. And if you don't know what your passion matches up with, go spend some time, you know, watching people or, you know, observing people try to do what you're, you know, creating a radio show about or creating a, you know, a software app to solve the problem for and make sure that you do it in a way that makes people want to use it and tell other people
2: about it. So what is, you know, what are some of the common mistakes that that people make and what's the easiest way to go about doing You know what you just said because that that really takes like like a lot of permission based. Yes, Mm -hmm. Darren.
1: And you know what? What we're going to find out the answers to those questions. Oh, you're
2: killing me over here!
1: When we come back (laughs) from this commercial break, stay with us, folks. We'll be right back.
0: Education is not in their blackberries. We'll be back with more Rainmaker after this.
1: From the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated For over 10 years, offices worldwide They've got answers you need Check them out today at BruceClay.com
5: Bruce Clay
4: Incorporated
5: Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. Stand by for the hook. Hi, this is Katie Kempner. Please join me Tuesdays at the intersection of advertising and PR while I talk with my friends,
2: industry leaders in advertising and marketing about the state of the industry today.
4: Live broadcast Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm
0: podcasting at the speed of sound
4: WebmasterRadio.fm
0: The flamethrower WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere
1: Now back to Rainmaker Only on
4: WebmasterRadio.fm Now here's your host
1: Oh uh, yeah! Welcome back, everybody, to our final segment, June the nineteenth, right here on Rainmaker, and I am joined by my beautiful partner, as always. And look at her; she she just can't take a compliment. She just can't, Terry. It kills me every single time I try. I and we've been married just just would you believe it? Last Friday it was five years, and wow. uh, and, and she still can't take a compliment.
2: I, I appreciate it.
1: You know, I try. No, I, tr- I Terry, I try. It. I tell her all the time how beautiful she is, and I mean it.
2: And I love you for that. And now, I thank you. Although you guys hijack me with a stupid opener. So <laughs>
1: so, so 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 Terry, uh, obviously we're looking at the clock here, and, and we're yep. we we are so running out of time. We've got to have you back, right? Love to. I, Great. Great, because we have we've barely scratched the surface here, and and, and I got to tell you, you know, there there are some things just briefly, just briefly for those yeah. listening, you know, you you work inside of one of the biggest behemoth organizations online, and 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 all you know, our listeners, obviously, you know, we're all listening online, you know, mm-hmm. tell t- tell me what it's like. Inside the walled garden. <laughs> well,
3: well, it, you know, it's not a walled garden anymore.
1: Everything's free. <laughs> you know, it's I, all free. I, I, I mean, you know, it, it, it's... It, you, uh, The position you sit in, uh, you know, d, uh, do you not get, you know, consumers coming at you left and right going, we want this, we want that, we we see it like this?
2: Didn't you see yeah, their commercials? Yeah. Do you... Well, <laughs>
1: We do. And, and in fact, I mean, that's the, a big part of what I've been working
3: on lately is feedback, you know, creating a way for people to tell us what they like, what they don't like, and make it really easy for them to do and not in, in, intrusive. And, you know, I think anyone who's got a website or a, a web-enabled business really mm-hmm. has got to do that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah so you know we're we're building a system right now to make it easier for us to make sense of the thousands of feedback comments we get every day. We get about you know like 40,000 feedback comments a day. Yeah. Which is wow.
2: important I mean cuz that's big today I think is really having transparency to your end users and really turning them into evangelists.
3: Yeah, yeah. And you you know, you've got to pay attention to what they say. Otherwise, don't put a feedback link on there. Put, put a little <laughs> picture of a bottle and say call it message in a bottle because yeah, if you're right. not reading the feedback and making sense of it. You don't ask people for it. Uh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I could say as as like a consumer, I I I I think that Webmaster Radio should be added to AOL Radio. I'm thinking right now there's there's like a missing gap there. Am I hearing that? I think I'm hearing that, my partner
2: over there. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Terry? I I get a big kick out of this because it's always me that puts people on the spot, and Darren's like, Mm -hmm. "I can't believe you did that! I can't believe you did that!" Oh, I'm
1: I'm I'm all about it. I'm all about it. But Terry, (laughs) Terry, we're definitely gonna gonna have you back, and we're gonna dive in deep. And um and, and how you how you transition how you made that transition from you know working at, at at postmodern media and stepping up into AOL and what that's meant you know in your career and, and what you're trying to accomplish. Well, and uh, who the, you are. Days, I think you know. the thing
2: that's so neat too is I'm speaking for you, Terry. Absolutely. I, I apologize. Please. We love to speak for our interviewees. <laughs> First of all, you didn't, you didn't get to answer our question, um, so we're going to hold that, and, and we'll
1: we will we'll, we'll, come we'll come back. rework we, that. We will.
2: But I mean, just the sheer fact of you know knowledge that you have on consumers, understanding consumers, reaching out to consumers, because no matter what business you have, it's all about the consumer. And then, of course, we want to hear, you know, more of your, you know, pyro, pyrotechnic, you know, sort of yeah. tendencies. I don't
1: know. This Terry Pitman guy likes <laughs> yeah. to blow stuff up. We'll have to talk about that later. Uh, uh, I'll uh, try to do less fireworks <laughs> and
3: more talk about, like, what
1: makes people tick. <laughs>
3: no. uh, now you can take advantage of that. Hey, can I tell you, we love no. stuff
1: like that. On this show, we, we, we have found out some of the most interesting stuff about people and that's really what it's all about it's about you know you know the uh, the successful person and 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 looking at who and what they are and then the person behind that persona and how they got there how they got there and uh we'd love to have you back and and to take a closer look at that path
3: if rand if brandy calls (laughs) brandy brandy if you call I'll be here. There you have it. There
2: you have it. Here. There
1: you have it. Terry,
2: thank you so much. I, I feel really ripped off because we really have just scratched the surface, but we have you to look forward to coming Absolutely. back again. Absolutely. I, I think we're going to have to bump someone so we can have a little bit more cohesive part due.
1: We will. We will, we, well, we, I've got a page
3: of notes here in front of me that uh, that I scratched out before the call and during the call. Some other notes based on what you guys were asking. So, you know, I'm I'm ready to ready to go. So just w- let me know when you want to do it.
2: Wonderful! I love it. Up for the
1: challenge. Sounds good, Terry. Thanks again for coming on.
2: You were really great. Thank you. Thank you. Talk soon Alright have a super evening Yes you. Yes, All we right. will
1: <laughs> And You know I gotta tell you That uh, That that was you Actually know.
2: is Terry still on the line?
1: Uh, is Terry still on? I let him go No oh, he, let him he, go. He, he let him go Because oh, I was going to put go. him
2: on the hook for something too
1: Yeah were you? Oh yeah Oh well you know what can I say?
2: I know. It's time. <clears throat> uh, Every time I get my batteries recharged on a Thursday, tock, it's
1: tock, time to go. It's
2: all about the clock wheel. Or the it's all about kiss- the clock. Is that, what is it called?
1: It is called It <laughs> is called the right. clock wheel. She, she finally called it the right thing. Braska? Yes. She called it the right thing. Yeah. Wow.
4: Maybe she'll be behind the board doing
2: this shit. Never, never, uh, never. never. It's all about setting a precedent in life. If I don't know how to do it, you can't expect me uh, to. <laughs> all right. Anybody all right. can be
1: trained. All right. Anybody can be trained. Oh, Ooh. Georgie. No,
2: no. Now, I, I could do so many things with that uh, call
1: then. I kind of like that
2: idea. But then, of course, one should always remember where their paycheck comes from. I Whoa! <laughs> I
1: heard that as well. Okay. Wow. Well, no, we love, all right, we, we love Hey, who's coming up here uh, next next week? do we know do we know
2: well i did but i don't remember right now i'm oh, sorry carried any <laughs> in the room guest? Huh? i'm sorry what ne- Return
1: guest? next week next, ne- next week yeah who's next week
2: no is it a return guest i will who, uh, who likely knows? i, c- I yeah. can't okay. honestly i do oh sean cheney is not the guest i no. just never said sean cheney me. Hi. hi sean so let's see if sean actually <laughs> listens to the end of the show sean cheney accu quote <laughs> oh,
1: that's too funny sean how are you Folks, that is going to do it for another uh, edition of this week's Rainmaker. We are definitely going to have back Terry Pittman, the executive director, voice of the consumer group for AOL, and we're going to find out a hell of a lot of more a hell of a lot more about the man behind the path that led him uh, to where he's at over at AOL. And uh, I think
2: he's probably on the road home now. He's not probably at AOL. on the road home
1: now, <laughs> and uh, I think we're going to be on the road out of here. Thanks again to everybody for tuning in, and of course, thanks to our ever faithful producer Brasco. Thank you, standing Woo-hoo. over there driving behind the console, folks. Thanks for tuning in to this Podcast. Make sure you tell all your friends, or two or three or four of them, and uh, you know, tell them they'll enjoy walking the dog a little better or working out. You know, just uh, I can't. I tell you, be careful on the elliptical when you listen to the show. See you next week. <laughs>